and welcome to the 13th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the cream cheese to my bagel, Brandon Gross. That was anti-Semitic. <laughs> oh, no. You can't <laughs> no, come out. No, it wasn't. I'm just kidding. I'm just playing with you. Although All I right. did, one, one time I did have at an old job, a coworker. I know, I said something. We had bagels in the office, as you do in an office. Yes, as, as Occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and a coworker said... Uh, I said, I said, I offered something along the lines of like, ah, you know, I don't like them toasted when they're fresh. And she goes, oh, I guess I should trust you because you know that whole New York Jewish thing. Wow. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know why I just delivered that like it was John Mulaney. I said, hey, you know, because the whole New York Jewish, Jewish thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. That is insane that that happened. That's like on Twitter. There was all of those crazy stories going about how like, uh, upper middle class white management and like consulting firms were having to try to adapt to the Juneteenth holiday being being made a national holiday and just saying like the most accidentally offensive shit of all time. It's, it was wild. Yeah. So I was off for Juneteenth and a older coworker. She actually started the same day that I did, but, Mm -hmm. um, she was like, have a happy Juneteenth. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) You don't say that. Right. I was like, I feel like that felt weird. Because also, like with, all my coworkers are white. Yeah, it's like when somebody says, have a happy Christmas, you're like, all right, something about this just doesn't, yeah. this just doesn't feel good. <laughs> Brandon, we're covering, but we just covered both major religious groups in America. We came off with some, a, a, a topical Jewish reference right off the top. Then we went straight into a, a happy Christmas. Who says that? Sounds like a type <laughs> five from 1989. We're just, listen, we're covering all our bases today. I'm, I'm proud of us. Me too. Um, not going to do anything with Islam, but you know. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think we probably already crossed the line at some point in this conversation if, if I had to take a guess. Uh, Brandon, should we fill in the audience about how we've had a hell of a one, – one hour and 15 minutes already? It's only been an hour, but it's felt like a day. It feels like uh, – and I don't even know if anybody besides like our direct friends and family will remember this episode because it was like the third episode. Uh, but we had one day where it was truly an all-day record. Brandon and I had to like piece together conversations, try to make it work. Do you remember when you were in Tennessee? You remember that? Uh, yes, yeah, because yeah, the audio was messed up. And then at the third time, we were just like – it was basically like a play because we knew all the beats to it. And <laughs> yeah. we had just like – Fain interest, and yeah. neither one of us are good actors, is what I learned. Yes, dry conversation. <laughs> neither of us knew, were able to uh, to kind of hold our own at all to repeat the same baseball conversation topics. But Brandon, thankfully, we don't have to do that today. We did start a record, but only made it like I don't know, like five, ten minutes in before we were like, "This isn't going to work." I I am just blisteringly angry at our internet provider we've paid for better internet i am i'm directly next to the router and i still can't hold a goddamn google meet with you so that we can record this podcast what do you got what do you got spectrum what do you got you got, uh, Comcast? A, you got xfinity you got... i don't think i don't know who it is honestly i don't pay the bill so i i'm in charge of electric bill i'm not in charge of internet bill so speaking of which i gotta pay my electric bill it's skyrocketing because the air conditioners are coming back in new york city brandon don't even get me started oh my god is this, is this what you're doing at the open mics <laughs> i have yet to go to an open mic uh miranda's going to her first comedy show tomorrow though so the, the she's comedy... performing or she's watching she's uh she's wa- watching we, we have like a we had a good friend here that was uh pretty ingrained in the new york stand-up stuff and for those of you who don't know miranda my lovely girlfriend is a great stand-up comedian uh, oh yeah looking... you, you guys are good friends with louis ck right <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. He stopped coming to shows a couple of, a couple of years ago. Weird, he, right? He never came back. Um, but uh, yeah, she's going to her first show. We we were introduced to this uh, really funny, awesome uh, woman at, at the park once, and she was like, "Hey, come to this." Her and Miranda hit it off, and they're going to do a, a show tomorrow. So you met a stranger. Crazy. You met a stranger in the park. Yeah, that sounded awful when I started speaking it out loud. But we we were like <laughs> at a friend's going away party. And she did stand up, and then of course all of her friends also did stand up. So that's when we talked, and Miranda made the connection, and uh, and here we are now. Look at us, Brandon. We're so deep into into inside inside baseball. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Like it's the podcast. A baseball body, you know, we do the inside baseball. <laughs> also, I had uh, my nightmare thing that happened is I I. Oh, God, I'm already running into did I say this on the pod or not already. Um, in my interview, I made the mistake of telling my boss at my uh, at the at that. Should I be saying where I work? I'm going to put that down as a note. You might have heard that bleeped out uh, if that's the case. Um, but I was saying, I was talking to the guy that was interviewing me and I told him that Chris, my friend that referred us, referred me, he didn't refer to you to the job as well, just referred me. Um, what the hell? They never even reached out. I know. It's really a shame. They must, they heard that you, uh, they heard that you were too busy filming a pilot. They didn't want to step on your toes, which we respect. Oh, um, that's nice. But he, he found out that Chris and I met doing college improv famously. If there, if there's a bingo card for an episode of NL Feast, we've already said college improv in like the first 10 minutes. So <laughs> Uh, but he was, he came into the, he, Chris and I were in the conference room together today and he came in and he's like, Hey, you got six months to put together a good skit for us bef- to perform in the office. And I was just like, Oh my God, please God. No. I love how skit is the universal term for people that don't know anything about comedy. Dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like they well, yeah heard someone say it for SNL once and just assumed that we were going to do an improv skit. This man is also just like the nicest, uh, uh, like gregarious, very, very fun guy to be around, but he just like wants me to do improv at work, which is truly something I would wake up sweating <laughs> cold sluts uh, <laughs> in a nightmare situation from uh, from real life. So trying to avoid that at all costs, Brandon. Well, I really hope that they just put on the calendar Friday's skits with Sam and Chris. <laughs> We're gonna we, do... have some, we have some bagels. Yeah. Oh, full circle, Brandon. Now that's a good improv training. That's a callback, baby. That's good improv training. You saw that we've, uh, I don't know how, how closely you follow the interactions that we have with uh, our, our, our boy Billy on Twitter, but uh, us talking oh. about improv too much on the podcast has led him to considering doing improv in, uh, in his local area. So we are not doing God's work here, Brandon. I don't know what the opposite of that is, but that's what we're, we're doing. We're making the youth ill. We're making them <laughs> sick and... We're calling Billy the youth. I'm pretty sure he's like 18 months younger than either of us, but we're, we're cursing the youth. Also, I, I'm 18 months older than you. What's our age difference? I should know this. Um, you I'm are born in June. June oh, no, I'm 92, 92 also. I'm oh, okay. six months. Right. Like six oh. months older than Look yeah. at that. Wow. We kind of spaced that out perfectly. We'll have a birthday pod, right? Right in the uh, the first half of the year and the second half of the year, Brandon. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a hot stove pod, baby. <laughs> what? You're a what? Hot stove, the hot stove. It's it, in baseball terms. Um, I was born right in the middle of the hot stove. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I have I have truly no clue what you're talking about. I'm, I'm a hot honest. stove baby. <laughs> I'm a hot stove baby. <laughs> That's my favorite George Thorogood song. I was about to say, or it's like a lounge singer. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm not. I did. I sang once already. I'm not going to sing again. Brandon, we also before we get into the baseball content of the show, we normally open up with some with some nonsense, and we're we're face first in the nonsense right now. But we have to talk about pop punk music at some at some point in this in this record. I hope you're ready for it. Pop punk, you talking MCR, baby? You talking Panic at the Disc? Yeah, okay, you talking right. Newfound Glow? You well, talking Fallout Boy? Have you listened to any pop punk music since two thousand three or <laughs> two thousand four? Is, this is pop punk music still around? Oh, dude, it's like it like never died. It truly never died. It just morphed into a uh, it morphed into different iterations of pop punk. So it's like it's not seen pop punk anymore. Now it's like. Well, they went through kind of. Uh, do you, yeah, I guess we're getting into it. We, they went through like a. <laughs> <laughs> can't go back from here. You can't go back now. Did, have you, you haven't been paying attention? Travis Barker is producing like all this Zoomer music now, and it's just like highly produced pop punk music. Like it sounds just like music did in like two thousand four. Oh wait, you mean like uh... like Willow Smith put out a pop punk song? Yes, that's right. Isn't Avril Lavigne with her or something? Uh yeah, I think so. And then also, what's his name? The fucking moron. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mach- Who's the fucking moron? <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> oh yeah, he makes pop punk. Wait, aren't now. both of them? So Machine Gun Kelly's dating Megan Fox. So we're Famously. back to the TMZ pod. We're back to the yeah, we're and TMZ pod today. Travis Barker's dating Kourtney Kardashian, right? Yeah, listen, the pop punk is popular again, baby. That was Megan Fox. Yeah. Megan Fox kind of just got like uh, unnecessarily kicked out of acting. It feels like for being in the Transformers movies and then telling Michael Bay to stop harassing her. I mean, it's a big accusation to make on a podcast. I don't. I don't know if that's true or not. But are we about to blow the lid on this Michael Bay story? We're gonna be the Hannibal Burris to the Bill Cosby story, Brandon. We're breaking <laughs> it out. We're we're ten minutes in and we mentioned Louis C. K. and Bill Cosby. <laughs> and I accidentally said my employer's like actual full full uh yeah. So we're not doing too great here. Brandon, also, without getting too much into uh into the weeds here, one of the reasons why we had a little bit of a late start is that work kept knocking on your door and not leaving you alone. What was that about? Oh yeah, I'm not done either. You're I, not? When, I when we get off I gotta send like forty emails. <laughs> what do you wait, what's the what's the subject line of the emails gonna be? Just a few things to follow up on. Little boy not happy. It's just a picture of me. <laughs> Wait, what's your shirt say? The vaccines make me. Oh yeah, so my friend. So the, uh, we're talking bands again. We're talking I, bands. Fan... Do you know the band The Vaccines? Remember them? I do. Yes, yes. Yeah. So my friend and I, uh, my friend from high school and I, are, are we're fans, and he got me this for my birthday. The shirts because they were selling this. I think to benefit, and it says the vaccines make me feel good. Nice. You know, because it's like. Uh, the vaccine that we got, and also like the band. You know? Ooh, baby! Oh, Brandon. Okay, sorry. I promise I was listening to your story. It's a great. It's a. It's it's a great shirt. <laughs> that sounded so dismissive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say where you work again. <laughs> <laughs> but we have five votes on our. We're recording on Monday nights now. Uh, poll that we posted, and I was like, we don't even have five listeners. Who's gonna uh, vote on this? Well, we got some votes. Eighty percent Tuesday, resounding. Should we release on Wednesdays still, or start putting out episodes on Tuesday? It's coming out on Tuesday, baby. So if you're listening to this, it's Tuesday morning. What's Ooh, it like? You could be staying up late editing all all the names <laughs> of your job. I'm doing something. This is this is going to be such a stupid uh, stupid thing to admit on the podcast, but I have not been writing down where we need to make edits in the pod, and instead of just been like just going and listening to the entire podcast before we put it out. So that's why editing takes like three hours for me. But uh, I guess who's writing numbers down now to know where to jump in for edits, Brandon. 
We're learning. We're slow learners. We're slow learners, Brandon. We got a bunch of other stuff that we're going to be learning later on this pod with the way that we're going. But you like this lead in? But before we get to our first topic, Brandon, we're going to be talking about how the second place in the NL East division has been totally up in the air. Feels like it's constantly in flux, but uh, this week in particular seemed to kind of mix things up a lot. Phillies lost Gene Segura for at least three weeks, estimated 15 to 20 games. We got our normal topics, Brandon. We got DeGrom at a week, 60-second stories, feast or famine, upcoming series, and finally one review. But first off, Brandon, the Washington Nationals are absolutely on fire. What is happening over in Washington, D.C., my guy? I know the Nationals. So they took three of four from uh, my New York Mets. Yes. And they also swept the Pirates, which is, you know, not not a big feat by any means. But mm-hmm. you know what I'll say is you, when you play the weaker teams, you got to beat the weaker teams. It seems like the catalyst for the Nationals' recent hot streak has been actually uh, Davey Martinez moving Kyle Schwarber. The Schwarber. Kyle the Schwarber. Chicago's own Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> moving like him. A- I said it like a pirate, and I don't know what you and you, <laughs> you said it like a Chicago fan. I don't know what that was. Yeah, Midwestern guy. He's Kyle Schwarber. And I said, "Arr, Kyle Schwarber's hitting leadoff now." <laughs> Arr, Kyle Schwarber. Oh, see, yeah, okay, Schwarber, Schwarber, me Timbers. I bet Nationals fans would like that simple, simple little little uh, joke. We're talking right? about our. We're talking about something that we previously commented on, which is that we think that Nationals fans are the are the are the most simple minded of all the. Least <laughs> I just think okay. Before we get into, and I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk positively in the Nationals. So before, yes. I just need to rip into them a little bit. Rip into their fans. So let's let's dig in. In, a in the bit. Mets series, Gerardo Parra came back from the team uh, for the first time since. Uh, he was on the, the 2019 World Series team. I think he played in Japan last year, so Nationals re-signed him. Um, he had his first at-bat as a National since that year against the Mets, and they played that Baby Shark song that <laughs> haunts your dreams. And they're just so enthused by it, and I'm not trying to poo-poo on anyone's parade. Of course not. The Mets not. have dumb things. The Marlins have dumb things. Of course, you know, of course. They're the dumb things that the fans like. Um, but the Nationals one, they just seem – Nationals fans seem like they're really into Marvel movies. Yeah, it does seem like they were all waiting outside for the midnight release of Black Widow that comes out later this month. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like they're they're entertained. You know, it's all the small things. <laughs> yeah, wow, another pop punk callback, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, so all I'm gonna say is, <laughs> Nationals fans, I appreciate you. I appreciate you hopping on a bandwagon of a team that just appeared uh, out of the Expo's ashes, but. You guys are playing well right now. And You're that's playing all good. Listen, pump us, up in well. your, pump us up in your 2007 Honda Civics right now. Blast us through your speakers. Let's uh, <laughs> let's dig in a little bit on these Nationals, Brandon. And Thanks. go drive to Age of Ultron. Also, okay, one last thing. Movie. And Brandon and I are just straight up repeating what we talked about on the other 10 minutes that we recorded that we had to delete before we started recording this one. But uh, they, uh, they are just a perfectly uh, symbolic representation of the number one Mr. National, and that is... Well, not other than car dealer owner, car dealership owner, Ryan Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman, yeah. Um, <laughs> Ryan Zimmerman loves loves apple pie. <laughs> he loves the American flag. 
and he loves Age of Ultron, baby. He can't see. Yeah, he can't imagine a life without it. Brandon, the only person I know that loves America more is Pete Alonso. Pete, I think I said this on the pod a couple weeks ago, but I've never seen a man like clap more enthusiastically for the the veterans that were in the in attendance. And listen, we love the vets, baby. We're a vets podcast. We love the vets. But he was just like his hands were bleeding with how loud he was trying to clap in the middle of their recognition. It was really funny. This is this is my impression of Pete Alonso. I don't know if I can do it, but this is what I think. This is what I think sounds like. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, we just uh, we love the vets, and honestly, like, I'm so proud. I'm proud to be a Met, and uh, and I'm proud for the vets. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Pete Alonso. Is that good? I, I feel like he's absolutely accidentally recited lyrics to to songs when talking about America. Well, he's like. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm proud to be an American, where uh, at least I know I'm free, uh, <laughs> and I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. <laughs> and uh, Louis Rojas is my favorite manager. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the catalyst to the Nationals' recent hot streak, uh, Dave Martinez moved Schwarber to the first spot in the batting order, which yes. is funny. It's a very... You would never see a power hitter like Schwarber bat in the one hole uh, ever in ever. any history of baseball. Ever. But they moved him there, and he's just caught absolute fire. I think he's at four lead, or I think he's had five home runs in, in the four lead of homers, but five home runs, five total home runs, and he had five home runs in the Mets series alone, and three um, on Sunday, and three on Sunday. Yeah, so three eighty five average this last week, and thousand OPS. That's uh, yeah, Schwarber's on fire. I mean, he's sort of like uh, Adam Duvall, where they're just the streakiest hitters of all time. And you can't it's really insane. trust their batting average. Um, I mean, but also you can't – batting average is low across the board in Major League Baseball. I mean, people are focusing more on OPS and on base percentage, as they should in the first place. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Schwarber's like kind of become a catalyst for them. And also, Trey Turner, I f- after seeing him in this last series, I'm like, oh, I forgot you're the best shortstop in the National League, I think. Yeah, I mean – uh, I mean, Trevor's story, obviously, Javi Baez is too Javi streaky. Seager's been, been on the IL. No, not Lindor. Um, <laughs> your, dad's, so yeah. your dad's slamming his coffee cup on the mug and being like, God damn it, Francisco. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. My dad, he hates, he said, uh, my dad said, talk about how bad Frisco is, is what wow. he said. That's very, um, but yes, yeah, but. I kind of like that nickname. Frisco, Frisco Lindor. Fresco. That's like what people in the 50s would call San Francisco. You know that? Oh, really? Is that true? They go, we're vacationing in Frisco, honey. <laughs> Sounded like John Mulaney. Yeah, again. we're bringing the John Mulaney impressions on so strong this week, I feel like. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, Trey Turner's been hot this week, though, hitting 444. Jan Gomes even is doing something. He hit a grand slam against the Pirates. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're... Jan Gomes just like searching for that that uh, pitch he can turn on, that, that inside. That's how we walked off uh, Diaz. He's just searching for that pitch, just in on his hands, just muscles his way out in the outfield there. Also, Josh Bell at a 101 OPS plus hitting just average, so he's he's at least coming on a little bit. Yeah, it, the Nationals have, I mean, we've talked about this before, but it's like they kind of will live and die by Schwarber and Bell Yeah, going on hot streaks or going cold streaks, so... Mm-hmm. Soto's also starting to come into his own, so I really think like this Nationals lineup, it's impressive when those guys like Schwar- Schwarber and Bell are hitting consistently and hitting for power. Then that lineup's good top to bottom, honestly. I mean, if you have Robles 8th and like Starling Castro 7th, I mean, that's a pretty good lineup. 
Yeah, it's it, it's been looking really good this week, especially and and putting some distance between them and last place, which is where they were sitting for a majority of the season so far. They've really started to like uh, they've been ebbing and flowing a lot, just like the division has as a whole. But they've been they're, they're kind of moving their way into the middle of the division and uh and looking competitive. So that's pretty. Yeah, pretty and also uh, forgotten they've done this without. Strasburg and I think Scherzer missed the start as well, and he and they took pulled him from the game. But I think he's starting tomorrow. Yes. But uh, yeah, team ERA of one point four eight this last week without those guys. Insane. Point seven five ERA over the last seven games for the starters. So it's like Eric Fetty, Joe Ross. I know he had a rough start against the Mets, but Joe Ross, Corbin, uh, John John Lester, Corbin, Corbin had two after having like a, a five point five ERA. I think he had two good starts back to back against uh, against the Mets and the uh, Pirates. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about how we feel about Corbin on the podcast previously, but politics aside, it's it's a uh, it's a man with a mean slider. You gotta love a good uh, uh, hard thrown slider like that. He, uh, it's it's really wild that they were able to get through this. I mean, we've always talked about uh, on this podcast, in particular, how like the top of the rotation is such an important part, and you assume that if you cut the head off of the rotation and and like remove two of their three best pitchers that they're going to just like flounder and fall. And that is not what's happened so far. And I think you got to give credit where credit is due, Brandon. These, these, uh, these starters that are coming in, uh, in replacement of Scherzer and, uh, Strasburger are, are pitching great, Brandon pitching great. Yeah. I mean, it, if the nationals, I see the thing is like, if they can sustain the times where the Schwabers and the bells, uh, are not pitching well. And then when like Eric Fetty and like Joe Ross kind of like goes back to their, career norms yeah like if they can sustain those ebbs and flows of the season it's like well it's not out of the question that they hang around because the braves are, are looking a little thin Sorry, and braves. um and the phillies just have not been able to totally put it together so it's like the nationals have a shot at this they yeah, really do I, and i think we were too negative on them early on and i'm sorry national fans not sorry about <laughs> calling you marvel stands but you guys are, could still be in this race. Yes. And honestly, uh, if you're not a Marvel fan, please leave a podcast review, give us five stars, and then talk about uh, what your favorite films and movies are. Brandon, my favorite part about checking in with the Nationals is also checking in with our boy, Drew. I got Drew to, uh, I texted him late last night and said, can you please put something together for us over the pod? Give us some sort of like insight as to how the Nationals have been doing from a fan's perspective. And he wrote a nice little read up, Brandon. I think I'm going to read it on the pod. What do you think? Please do. Okay. All right. Here we go. First things first, Brandon. It's what we opened up about. My boy Drew said, Schwarber has played like a madman and has been hitting bombs left and right, including two on Saturday and three on Sunday. Dave Martinez started batting him leadoff, and it appears to be working with nine homers in the last 11 games since then. He has a decent on-base percentage, but many were concerned he struck out too much to be a leadoff guy. Um, that's insane. I guess we, we didn't really, uh, go back that far because the podcast really only covers a week at a time. But if you go back to the last 11 games, he's hitting nine homers, Brandon, nine homers, 11 games, nine, 11, Brandon, <laughs> wait a second. And they're the America's team and they were playing the Mets who are in New York. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Brandon, we have to call somebody. <laughs> um, this is this is like our we're deep throat. Yes. <laughs> we're smoking cigarettes in like a, a parking garage in Washington DC right now, being like, You don't understand. He's hit nine homers in eleven games. It's gonna happen again. History will repeat itself. You're telling us Nixon knew that the the Montreal Expos were going to become the Nationals? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and he's breaking into the Atlanta Braves headquarters and trying to spy on their team <laughs> meetings, Brandon. It's getting out of control. 
Um, it's it's just uh, what's his name, Mike Rizzo, and the Nationals wearing a mustache in the <laughs> in, in the Braves front office. It's like, um, can I have a guest pass, please? <laughs> um, Anyways, Gerardo Parra, the guy who had Baby Shark play as his walk-up music in 2019. Wow, I did not read this beforehand, but this is just like reinformed Drew. You don't know what a, you're you're adding on to the monster that we've already created. Um, oh, Drew said this. Drew thought, said this. Yes, this isn't my word. What am this I, is his word. Dude, does, how much does Drew like Marvel? Uh, I would guess not a lot. If I had a gun to my head, I would guess not a lot. But you know what Drew does love? Uh, shout outs to our boy Spazzy, who hit us up on Twitter, uh, is pop punk music. Drew, Drew and I have okay. a, a lot of uh, similar tastes in music. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm assuming he doesn't like Marvel movies because I, I mean, they're fine. I don't know. They're, 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 they don't, they're inoffensive. They don't bother me. Listen, if it brings you joy, it's fine. Yeah. Just know you could be watching a Cassavetes film. Oh, ever heard of <laughs> the Safty Brothers, Brandon? Uh, what about I don't know uh, uh, Orson Welles? I couldn't think, think of anyone else. Yeah, Brandon. We uh, uh, anything from A twenty four is kind of my aesthetic. Okay? I'm an A twenty four guy. But he said and then it sort of struck. Uh, and then it sort of struck and became the anthem throughout that season. That's right. Had his first at bat back since 2019 after playing in Japan and doubled in his first at bat. Then he linked, dude. Brandon's given or, or uh, oh my God, Drew. Jesus, <laughs> my brain farted. Drew's giving us links to Washington Post articles now. He's like citing his sources. This is great. Drew's like dedicated. Wow. I got to make intro music for Drew now. I got to make text from Drew or something. He likes my punk and he yeah. likes the Nationals too. Drew gets longer in, of an intro than our podcast <laughs> as a whole. Five minute intro. His full name of is Drew. He lives in DC. He has a roommate and likes statistics. Um, anyways, they took three of four from the Mets. Sorry, Brandon. Split a series with the Giants, which is actually pretty impressive, despite only giving up three runs over four games. What? It's, That's not, it's not impressive that he takes three or four from the Mets? Man, we're still, the uh, jury's still out on those Mets. <laughs> Mets team, Brandon. <laughs> um, took three or four from the Mets, split a series with the Giants, despite only giving up three runs over four games, and swept the Pirates, Brandon. So I didn't realize that the, the hot streak had also gone back to the Giants. That's, that's uh, that's I mean, the, I think yeah. they're still the, the lead of the NL West. Yeah. Are they? Brandon, you can't. Yeah, they are. No, no, they are. They are. You can't I promise. Lie about this, I, I said it like I wasn't confident, but I'm confident. Okay, all right. Yes, they're a game and a half above the Dodgers and five games in front of the Padres. Um Anyways, back to our good friend Drew. Then he said, pitching has been absolutely phenomenal the past two weeks. Even with injured Strauss and Scherzer. Scherzer set to return this week. Strauss unclear. Corbin looks to be finding his groove. And Joe Ross, Eric Fetty, Austin Voth, Paolo Espino, Espino, <laughs> have performed remarkably well holding up the back end of the rotation. Brad Hand has also returned to form. Um Brandon, I think the most impressive part about our uh, our talk so far has been that we named two of the four uh, starters that took over after uh, three of the four of you include include Cor- Corbin after the Strasburg surgery injuries. I know Nats, baby. You know Nats. I know Nats, baby. We know the Nats. Uh, Brad Hand has returned to form. That's good to see. The bullpen has is, is, uh, been the downfall of the Braves so far, it appears, and uh, and can kind of be the downfall. Of the Actually, the as you say that, uh, so the second game of the Mets-Braves doubleheader is going on right now. Oh, my God. Mets won the first game 4-2 to Grom. Pitch great. Yep, one hit um, again. One hit, yeah, five innings. Um, so Braves are leading the Mets one nothing. bottom of the seventh, which is bottom of the ninth in seven-inning doubleheader terms. Bases loaded, one out, one out. Will Smith's kind of imploding, and Kevin Pillar's up to bat. So 
You're about to get a live reaction. God damn it. I don't need the Mets to keep doing well on our podcast, Brandon. I hear about it enough from you and Chris. You don't like you don't like me to have joy, huh? I don't. Okay, listen, my season's uh my season's been gone down the drain already, and I need a, a little bit of joy out of your uh <laughs> your the demise joyless. of the Mets. <laughs> All right. You need and- a joyless face. Listen, we're sellers at the trade deadline, Brandon. We've established this already. Marlin season is over, okay? I'm I am normally uh oh. What? Oh, fuck no. Wait, wait, is this a good or a bad? Okay. Pilar Live reaction. Hit Pilar hit a very hard line out to Austin Riley at third base. Austin Riley caught it. Pete was leaning towards home. Austin Riley dove to third base. They called Pete out, but they're reviewing it right now. Okay. So if they called Pete out, game over. Uh, wow, they... that is an exciting thing. That's a, an incredible. Yeah. Also, so Austin Riley was real. Great defender uh, at third he's, base. He's having a great, great game, great series so far in both these games. Just like great defensive plays across the board. Wow, great year. And if you had just like Ooh. been, it just had said that if Austin Riley was going to be good this season, you would assume that the Braves would have run away with the division. And it's so wild that they haven't yet. Oh, I think he's safe. I think he's safe. You do okay. Well, it's the it's a it's a MLB umpire review, Brandon. So you know they're gonna they're gonna call That's him out. That's true. Then. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Um. Anyways, safe. last safe. last safe. point from a uh, last point from our boy Drew. It says aside from Schwarber, offense has still been just okay with Soto still underperforming. Relatively speaking, batting two seventy six with a four oh six on base and a four thirty two slugging. Team, I mean that's not. That's really good, Drew. That's the that's, that's really good. That is what it says. Quick math. That is an eight thirty eight uh, uh, OPS. So I think he's doing fine. Team is making a big push to get Trey Turner selected to the All Star game as he should, as we've established already. We think he's the best shortstop in the National League. Um, though I don't see how he overtakes Tatis. Oh God, Brandon, we neglected Tatis when we were talking about. Though I guess if you include defense, Tatis has made like what, like ten errors so far this season. Yeah, he had a few. I know early on he was like having like a, a little bit of a shaky few weeks defensively. Yeah. But I mean, okay, yeah, we we really kind of we kind of screwed up by forgetting Tatis was talking about. The, <laughs> we have a baseball podcast, Brandon. All right, but the good news is, Brandon, by being specific, oh, yeah. no, it's over. Right. No foul ball. Oh, I was about to say, let's go, I'm a Braves fan. They're they're ahead of the Marlins too. That's fine. I'm just trying to I'm trying to make space. All right, that's a kind of rile me up. Um, but yeah, so there we go, Brandon. Another uh, another great uh, a great contribution from our friend Drew. What, what can we ask for? Drew, More thank you so much. Yes, Drew. Big shout out to Drew. Brandon, moving on. Second place in the division has totally been up in the air. Um, it really felt like there was being some space uh, made and that there was being some established positions in the division happening. Um, and it seems as though that is that has changed with this Nationals hot streak. Braves continue to lose. Phillies are kind of are, are kind of losing and also just lost Gene Segura. Um, it's hard to say who's going to be who's going to be coming out of the uh, the second, third spot in the division moving into the All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, the Mets have also, like, struggled offensively, though, recently. Like, they're down one nothing now, and they've been shut out a couple times the last few few days. So, it's like, I know they have some of their big guns, Conforto and Nimmo, coming back. I mean, McNeil came back today, but... A lot of question marks. A lot yeah. of question marks. I mean, let's let's uh, let's fill in the audience as of right now, which is Monday at ten forty-five Eastern Time. The Mets are are four and a half games above the Phillies, five and a half games above the Nationals, and uh, six games above the Braves. So, like, there's a game and a half between fourth and and second right now. And the Nationals really have just kind of like snuck their little way in. It's really impressive, honestly, Nationals fans. Hey, can you put your other headphone on? Because I can't hear you. For some oh, reason. oh my God. Okay, how's this? Is that better? 
Sounds great. My ears, it's, uh, I have to turn the AC, I think I, I know I've talked about this on the pod before. I have to turn the AC unit off when we're recording because uh, it, it, it's too loud and blustery in my bedroom, but then I just start sweating and for whatever reason, my ear, my little ears are getting hot right now. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, low sweaty ears. My low sweaty ears. But, I mean, with the Phillies losing the series to the Dodgers and the Giants, that pesky NL West that we talked about previously, it's kind of really uh, shrank their uh, their hot run that they were on there for a while, and now the Nationals seem to be moving up. Brandon, you got to see yeah. I'm sorry. I'm Brandon sorry. Is watching watching baseball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least it's on Brandon. It's not just like watching a movie. That's true, yeah. At least I'm not watching a Marvel movie. That's true. Brandon's not watching. Uh, no, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. You Cap- said Doctor Strange. How funny is that, though? If I just like don't pay attention to that at all. I'm uh, listen. Yeah, let's let's. I've I've definitely been guilty of watching a Marlins game or two or having it on in the background. Okay, I'm also, focused. This is, I'm in. This I'm is focused. bottom I'm of the in. seventh in a doubleheader. I get it. This is the this I'm is the nail focused. Base is loaded. Two outs. Please. Base is loaded. Two outs. Uh, down I'm by focused. one. I'm focused. I'm not going to even look. I'll yeah, check later. Looking. What's the what's the count out? Who are we dealing with right now? O two. Brandon Drury's up. So. So game over. So, yeah, why are you watching, Brandon? <laughs> think we know how this is going to end. For, for my fellow Brandon, Brandon Drury. That's true. Hold it, Brandon Strong. Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Brandon. Brandon, Brandon Nimmo. When's he coming back? Who's going to be in second place at the end of the week? At the end of next week, when we record again, who's going to be in second? Got to your think head. The Philly, I think the Phillies hold strong, honestly. You do? You think they... they... I do. I mean, I... Yeah, so the Phillies are playing the... Red Nationals and Mets, so they they could make Nash- some serious. Who's playing the Red? Playing playing the Nationals, the Reds, Mets, and then they have a uh, they have a Nationals, Mets, and then a one off game against the Reds. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Phillies still hang around. I know. So the big thing with the Phillies that I want to talk about. Oh, he just popped it up. Think game over. Um. Anyway, the big thing with yeah, game over. So the big thing with uh with the Phillies, you know, Reese Hoskins. He had a good game on Sunday, mm-hmm. but uh, but he went two for forty. You know that? Whoa. Two for four. Yeah. So we're talking streaky power hitters like like Schwarber or, or Duval. It's like Schwarber. Schwarber. Hey, Kyle Schwarber. Arr, Schwarber. <laughs> Schwarber. There she Schwarbs. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he went two for four. But I do, you know, I do still think that the Phillies, with having the top two that they have, and I still would take Wheeler, Nola over... Uh, a Scherzer or a Strasburg list Nationals rotation. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I, uh, Brandon, I just, I just, this is this. My brain went a little off to left field while we were while you were, were talking. Are you watching that. a game? I'm not watching a game, no. But I, I, I have we made a have we put ourselves in an uh an unenviable position where we're not enough of a baseball podcast to appeal to baseball people, but not enough of another podcast to appeal to non baseball people, and we're just like we're right in the middle, baby. We alienated I think we, ourselves. I think we have a market because we don't try to sound too smart. That's true. Okay. <laughs> don't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> and B, we have. Fun. We do jokes. We do voices. You know All what I right. mean. So, like, if you're a casual baseball fan, or if you're a fan that's just on Twitter, just like going like, oh, the oh, release Lewis Brinson. You know, <laughs> so they're just like yelling, like just like yelling things on Twitter with no justification. I mean, yes. I guess there is a reason justification for releasing Lewis Brinson, but but um, I think we do have a market. I think our market's like casual baseball, funny people. You know okay. what I'm All right. That's yeah. Casual I... baseball. People who like comedy. I had to ask you to sell my own podcast to me. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so insecure that I have to, that you need to sell. sell Co-host, the tell me we're doing a good job. 
You're doing a great job. I think we just need to stop watching baseball. (laughs) No, I don't think. Honestly, I think we need to start watching more baseball is our problem. I'm like, Brandon, have you watched the new comedy special recently? Also, I watched all the Marlins games again and none of the other divisional games. (laughs) The Uh, only time we have good info is when... One of our teams plays another. NL yes, East. there's an interdivision series, and then you and I are like, "Man, yeah. I watched this Nationals team for the first time this year." Um, Brandon, the Phillies lost Gene Segura for at least three weeks, though, too. So you gotta, I know we cursed them. We we really did. You called him this, or said you didn't personally call him this, but you said somebody else called him the Steph Curry of, of Andrew uh, McCutcheon MLB. Yes, that's Gene who it was. Segura. Yeah. And now look, now he's just like Steph Curry, injured. Am I right, Brandon? Come on. Hey, what is he? Patrick Beverly. Wow, you remember PBEV. That's impressive. Brandon, I know you don't care about basketball, but the the entire NBA playoffs have just been shaken up and nobody I know I saw did, didn't the Atlanta Hawks beat the No, you got this. You wait, got wait, this. Wait. It's Nets? a major market team. The Nets. No, the Clippers. No, 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 but both those Nets did lose. But Nets the, lost to the Bucks. Yes. In overtime game 7. You See, got this, this is a test on like how much like you can uh, you can uh, keep in your brain when not actively seeking it. Like yes. how many, how much you you know what I'm saying? Because I did not actively seek any of this information. Of course, uh, the buck the Bucks beat the Bucks beat the Nets. The Bucks, sorry, the <laughs> like a child. <laughs> the, the Hawks the Hawks are in the East, so they had to play an Eastern team. Yes. It's a major city. The Heat. No, he he got eliminated in the first round by the Bucks. That's right. I knew that actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, Heat uh, fans. I'm a Magic Bulls. fan. The yeah. Bulls? No, Bulls didn't make the playoffs. But Major the Magic market. had the Bulls first. Uh, oh, first Celtics. Round. No. I, what are the other Eastern? Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Oh, yeah. The Philadelphia is having a bit of a meltdown oh. right now, Brandon, and so we're. It's only getting. It's only made worse by the Gene Segura injury. Honestly, <laughs> what? Yeah, people are like burning cars. Be like, Gene Segura's out for three weeks. <laughs> Fifteen to twenty games is what I read. Yeah, the podcast curse continues though. He has a grade one groin strain. Grade one, better than kindergarten. Am I right? Grade one, you don't even pass that, buddy. <laughs> Grade one, I'm in grade one. I can't even read what the what, what's the matter with me. <laughs> he was hitting 372 uh, in June, though, so it's not like he wasn't contributing to the team. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> what, what just happened outside your apartment? <laughs> nothing, nothing, no, nothing happened outside my apartment. I'm just reading. <laughs> I'm just reading our our rundown. <laughs> no, is what what did I say that got that got your? Uh, that... <laughs> nothing. It's just making me laugh. They were like big loss for the. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're re- we reiterate how like everything's like it's a big loss we're like not a good loss like every vote points it's pretty bad no, what but, happened i agree not good what happened <laughs> not good i don't like it very much not not great um and it's also just like the seven statistics we cherry pick and then put in the rundown or we try to say them casually like and he's hitting 372 in the month of june Brandon. but it never sounds like that because we sound casual this is this podcast is really a review of our own of, our, of ourselves. Yes, it's, like of our, a, it's like a mid-year review at a job yes. is what we're doing right now. We're, uh, um, how casually can we sound? Yeah, th- we are 13 episodes in, the spookiest episode famously. Uh, uh-huh. and we're, we're self-evaluating in celebration of the of the achievement. Yeah, because I, I think what we do is we'll like do bits and then I'll tell them be like, 1.48 ERA last week. <laughs> yeah. Like we're news reporters all of a sudden. And, it's, and you and I have, yeah, when we're, because we alternate doing the rundown. And for me, I'm like, I go to the same two 
fan websites for each team and then I read an article by somebody else and I'm like, that was a good statistic. We should talk about that. And I put it in like the, like the 0.75 ERA in the last 11 games for the starters or whatever bullshit we said for the nationals earlier. We honestly, we should just start making up our own stats. Do you think anybody would notice? As long as they were in line with like Reese Hoskins played poorly. If I was like yeah. Reese Hoskins has batted to a point eight four uh, batting average the last uh, month, I'd be like, "Ooh, man, that's bad, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad, bad thing for the Phillies." And then you'd be like, "I agree. That's not good for the Phillies at all." <laughs> <laughs> um, Your ears are so sweaty right now. It's my ears, I'm dying the a little cans. bit. I'm not gonna lie, I'm dying a little bit right here. I also made. I've been making. I've been on a big salmon kick, and I was in the kitchen the other day. We don't, or the other, <laughs> literally this evening. Um, and I, we don't have AC in our, in our kitchen. And so the oven was pumped up to 450 and I was just like sweating bullets, dude. Oh, you're cooking that salmon. I'm cooking that salmon. Also got on the train today. It was like humid as hell. Just sweating through my work shirt. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a hot summer. New York city's art. It's not even, it's not even the end of June yet. It's it's like the summer of the son of Sam. Wow. Wow. Except I'm, except I'm Sam. Yeah, right? right? Yeah, and then there's some connection there. I'm not sure what it is, but we're <laughs> trying right? I'm trying to line it up. Well, it's spooky. It up. It's the 13th one. That's true. We're this is the spookiest of all episodes. Hey, Brandon. Okay, so the connection hey, Brandon, that Brandon, is hey, Brandon. What, what? Boo. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, all right. See? That could be spooky too. Wait, what were you saying the connection oh. was? I was saying so the connection the son of Sam or the summer of Sam or the son of Sam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're Sam. I'm Sam Fabian. It's hot. It's a hot summer. And uh the 13th the 13th. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that's good enough for me, right? We're doing okay here. <laughs> Have we hey, ta- who? Uh, who, uh, who is? Uh, 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 what are we gonna say? Who? Who? Who's the Degrom of the week? Brandon, I'm gonna are, do it. I'm gonna jump into yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Ready. It's time for a Degrom of the week. Brandon, we've already talked about this man just so much already so might as well just keep piling it on it's the nl player of the week who is it brandon kyle schwarber it's our boy kyle schwarber friend of the pod kyle schwarber uh pirate man himself kyle schwarber not a bucko but a pirate man himself um well you know my mom was a pirate and my dad was from from uh joliet illinois so uh kyle schwarber kyle schwarber okay i'll take that That that's fine brandon we like we've said already i mean we gave all the statistics out. He's hitting four leadoff home runs in 10 games. Drew said he hit five homers in two days. He's hitting 385 this last week with a 1,000 OPS. Like, the man can't miss, Brandon. The man can't miss. The man can't miss. Now it's Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Took. <laughs> no. I'm not do gonna... it. Do it. No. Do it. What's up with all these leadoff home runs? <laughs> And Schwarber. That's his Newman, but it's it's Schwarber. Oh, that was good. I like that. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Um, Yeah, congratulations, Kyle Schwarber. (laughs) I think this is your second Degrama de Week. Does that sound right? Second Degrama de Week. Yeah, second Degrama de Week. Um, Yeah, Brandon, I don't know. I don't have a lot more to say about Kyle Schwarber. I feel like we've beaten this dead horse already. Hey, Keep him in the one hole. Let's see. Maybe that changes baseball a little bit. Maybe you're going to see a Reese Hoskins in the one hole. If he's what if he starts running like in that that stack cast uh, elite speed level, like 30 feet per second? Is that when you're going to get really <laughs> be like, what the, what the <laughs> hell is going on? We're going to be on? like, uh, they got to check his, his, his locker for some roids, baby. Uh, Brandon, and I think then I'd be like, who is he? The Flash, and then the Nationals fans would be like, 
Yeah, what is Kyle Schwarber? Kyle Schwarber is the Flash. He's that's the, the he's... that's the narration for the trailer for Kyle Schwarber is the Flash. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber is the Flash. <laughs> the Flash. The Flash. The Flash. All right, Brandon. We gotta. We're just gonna power through that, and we're gonna do our sixty-second stories. If you're new to the pod, and you're also very big, dumb moron, sixty-second stories is when Brandon and I are both allotted sixty seconds to tell one story from either the last week or the far distant past. Brandon, if you make it to the end of sixty seconds without telling the story, I will cut you off, and then we will continue to talk about it afterwards. Do you have a sixty-second story for us this week? I do. Okay. Alrighty. I just thought of one. I just thought of one right now. Okay. All right. I'm going to give it to you in three, two, one, go. So, you know, you were doing the Jerry Seinfeld impression. And, you know, a few times for work when I worked at a radio station as an events manager, I drove out to Palm Springs to go to Morongo, which is a shitty casino out here that's an absolute nightmare. Wow. Just very cigarette cool. smoking, just tattoos. Cool. When you look out your window, you look like you're you're in Iran. Like, it's just like a dusty old mountain you're looking at. <laughs> anyway, uh, so at one point, uh, Jerry Seinfeld was performing. I saw on a billboard he was performing at Agua Caliente, which is another casino. Okay. And when I was driving out there, bored in my car, I just I would sit in my car and I go spicy water. <laughs> and I know it's not spicy. I know Caliente is not spicy, but in my brain, I was. That's what you're thinking. I was like, I bet he went on stage and said, why is it called Spicy Water? Oh, if he didn't make a comment on that, then like Jerry Seinfeld is doing himself a disservice. Spicy Water! Spicy Water! And I was doing that in my car solo, so that's how I entertain myself on a car ride. And that's under your time, Brandon. You You really got that down perfectly. I'm very impressed. Very impressed. Thank you. All right, you ready for my story? Yeah, what's yours? All right, three, and away. Damn it, and away. Wait, no. Wait. Go. All right, Brandon. So this last week we did a uh, my little my little New York City friend group. A couple people were uh, excluded from literal injuries. Ooh, should I tell that story? Um, we played basketball. <laughs> we played pickup basketball, and two of our guys got injured. Uh, and Nate is just struggling now. Nate's like just walking around with a noticeable limp, well past a week since he's he's injured himself. So <laughs> I don't know if we should be worried about Nate or not. I hope you're recovering, buddy. But we went to the beach, and I get there. And I think the most like uh, animalistic male testosterone brain thing to do when you get to the beach is to start digging a hole. And I showed up and my roommate, Michael, and our friend, Anthony, had just started digging a hole. And you cut to four hours later and we have like a five foot hole right in the middle of... (laughs) of the beach in New York city. Uh, and it just like, it, it was the weirdest thing. People were like attracted to it. Like it was a magnet. People would come over and be like, Oh, good hole. Nice hole. We were eating food out of the hole. People were hanging out in the hole. It's a good hole, Brandon. It's a good hole. That's my story. So we got spicy water and we got a good hole. <laughs> Listen, I have, at least in my defense, I have always said I've been the worst at 60 second story. So if any, I, I'm nothing but consistent, Brandon, nothing but consistent. You're digging a hole. You're going to be digging a hole. You're digging a hole. Brandon, uh, I almost did. We're getting to feast or famine, or as I like to go, dun, 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 feast or famine. There we go, right? Um, I still haven't made that intro music at this point, Brandon. I don't know if I ever will. Um, But my feast of the week. Actually, you know what? No, Brandon, I can't. I simply can't do this to you. How rude of me as as your co-host. What was your feast of the week, Brandon? Oh, please. I was accepting what you were about to dish out. But Trey Turner is my Beast of the Week, 
as I said before, I forgot about him. I was like, wow, Trey Turner's having a fantastic year, as he always does. Just a force on defense, hitting for high average. I know we don't look for average all the time. High OPS. Uh, honestly, love, he looks like a little scrawny guy like when he's on first base, but it's like the guy has some pop. He's a, he's a, he's a I'm going to say it. Five tool player. Wow, Brandon. We know the five tools. We've tested ourselves enough here. Brandon, I just thought of two things. You were uh my first thought was you said uh not that average matters, and I was gonna go, we're not an averages podcast, but we actually are a very average podcast, so <laughs> I don't think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> um and what do you think of this comparison? Trey Turner, hot version of Jeff McNeil from a physical standpoint. Like a more much a more handsome Jeff McNeil. Mm, hot McNeil. <laughs> hot McNeil, yeah. <laughs> hot McNeil sounds like a seventies, like like the one female character in like a seventies sitcom, like Taxi or something. Yeah, Hot McNeil sounds ah, like it's Hot McNeil. Oh, here they come, Hot McNeil. It sounds like something that like uh, somebody would tell, say, say in middle school class, and I would be like, I know what that is, and then go home and look it up on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, I bet if you look up Hot McNeil on Urban Dictionary, don't. I'm on <laughs> it. Come on. What am I not going to do that, Brandon? Listen, we're in the we're in but, the future here. I got to look up this. Kind but of yeah, stuff. I, you know what? I accept that. I dig it. Okay, because um, he is he is like a hunk, and and okay, Hot McNeil. No, they don't. They, it didn't work. Nothing in Urban Dictionary. Hot one who is a gorgeous, b pretty, c beautiful, d cute, e attractive. One you would like to a suck b. <laughs> okay, there you go. There it is. <laughs> one who you there would A, lick, B, suck, C, nibble, D, flirt, or E, have sexual relations with. <laughs> I like how the last one's very conservative. I know. Like sexual relations. One's like nibble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that really cracked me up. I don't know why. Um, uh, I endorse your hot McNeil. Okay, thank you. Who's your famine of the week, Brandon? My famine is, uh, this is, this is, okay, if we have a Pokemon evolution um uh Trey Turner's the the uh Squirtle. Yes. Jeff McNeil's the War Turtle. Reese Hoskins is the Blast. Wow, oh my god. Okay. All right. Reese Hoskins is my fan after going two before. I know he had a big game on, on Sunday. I think he had six RBIs, so I'm hesitant to do this. Okay. But uh I I mean He's got to get the famine after that streak because that is one of the worst. That uh, is. That's pretty bad. Uh, Two for 40. I've, I've ever seen. Do you but, think? Uh, when, when, when he's on fire, though, I mean, he might be turning on. He might be having a Schwarber Duval type of yeah. like, um, stretch. Brandon, what, do you think you could go for two two for 40? I've, I've asked this question before. Like, how many at-bats would you need in an MLB game before you think you could get on base? Either hit by pitch, walk, or a hit. What do you think your number is? Uh, I think I would. I think I would need. I think I would need a month. Yeah, you think you need a full month? But also, like maybe if you get. Uh, what I'm going to say is, I think how it happens is, I think I'm just late and I get a little dribbler. Yeah. That like goes like like right in the perfect spot in between the pitcher and catcher and third yes. base is playing too deep. So I think that's how I get on base. And you think you, you hustle, it's a hustle single, hustle infield single is how you get on. It's a hustle single. Do you think, but also now, now I'm thinking that that's actually run. So yeah. now I'm like, yeah, neither <laughs> of us are fast. I've seen both of us run. Neither of us are fast. Mm-hmm. I think I was going to say walk. I think I could, I think I could get on with a walk by just like absolute luck. If I just like bat on well, my yeah. shoulder the whole time, but then See, they're pitching. Like I also assuming in this hypothetical that they know that I'm a dipshit and they're just going to pitch like meatballs over the middle. Over meatballs. Over yeah. 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 Uh, like Will and Will and Astadio. Whoa. Point. You see, okay. You see him? No, 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 no. So he's like, Oh yes. Anytime, oh, the position yeah. player that's been throwing. Uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah right. Is, is that his first name? I know. No, I think you did. I think you got that right. Astadio is definitely. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, when he throws like forty miles per hour, just yeah. like these like loopy like curves down insane uh, down the middle. Very I love it. Yeah, well, I have a question for you. I was thinking about this. Would you get into? Would you step in the batter's box against Jacob Degrom? Is he is he pitching to me like I'm an MLB player? or Is he pitching yes. to me like I'm a dipshit? Yes. So he so he could go like one oh two high and in. Yes. Uh, for free? Am I doing it for free? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to say a tentative yes here because my, and I, and I'm just remembering that we didn't do it this year, but my dream famously has been for my birthday. I want a bunch of my boys to pitch in and hire a, like a, a minor league psych Brooklyn Cyclones player or somebody to pitch to us to see like how difficult it is to hit professional baseball players. Um, and I think I would have to follow that all the way to the extreme to try to hit uh, a baseball of Jacob deGrom. I would be so scared, Brandon. I cannot overemphasize enough how much I would be just like knees yeah. wobbly. I'd be like mom's spaghetti everywhere. It would be just an absolute, <laughs> it would be a nightmare, but I think I would do it. I think I'd do it. I would do it, but I would wear the face mask with the, with the, Smart. not that deGrom would, deGrom's probably the best person to face because yes. he probably has such control of his pitches, but I would still wear the face mask, like the, the minor leaguers sometimes wear with the yes. full like football guard, I like the shin, shin guard, uh, elbow guard, yeah. uh, the wrist thing, foot guard, full foot guard. Yeah. I would wear everything, and then I'm sure Degrom would be like, "Why do you think I'm gonna hit? I'm gonna hit you? I have the best control in the majors." But yeah. I wonder, does he hit anybody all season? I don't think he has. I don't think so. He yeah. didn't walk the pitcher tonight. Oh, kind of weird. All right, out of character. Yeah, no worries. Just throw meatballs, baby. Like your face of Brandon and Sam. All right, my mm. piece of the week: Adam Duvall. Help lift the Marlins over the Cubs. We took the Cubs series. We talked no Marlins this week, kind of, Brandon. Um, but uh, Adam Duvall hit four home runs in two games. Really just like we we scored 21 runs in two Cubs games, which is like more runs than we had scored in the last five games combined, which is just insane. Um, sometimes I'm like, hey, boys, let's let's cool it and spread it out. Let's save some of the juju for for another game. But um, yeah, the Marlins took two of three from the, the Cubbies. Adam Duvall, huge aspect of that, huge part of that, huge, uh, huge con- contributor in that. And so, uh, yeah, my, my, my feast goes Adam Duvall. My famine, Brandon. I don't know if you saw this story. Old Snicker, he got, in, he got in a little bit of hot water in Atlanta because he was talking shit about uh, Acuna. He was talking about how Acuna tried to stretch a double into a triple, got thrown out, and he said, quote, you can't do stupid things like that and expect to win games. We have the tying run at the plate and the MVP, and you get thrown out by 10 feet. You can't do that and expect to win. And it just is always weird to me when uh, managers kind of like talk badly about their best players, especially like a young, exciting uh, risk taker like Acuna. And you know what's weird? I actually, I don't know if you saw this, but someone pulled a quote. I guess a similar thing happened with uh, our boy, boy Bartles B. Swanson. Blams B. And, uh, yeah, hers B. Hawkins. And, uh, and same thing happened, but he was like very like, oh, I appreciate being aggressive. I don't know the exact yeah, quote. It was this, se- it was this season, too. He was just like hyping him up yeah. for being like, that's the kind of baseball we need to be playing in. Yeah, game. it's like, a, it's a little. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's all. You asked me. Brandon, we made it to the part of the podcast where I make you talk a lot and you tell us about the upcoming series that are that are in the division. Are you think you're ready to go for this? Hey, you know, I think we're off the rails today, but I think we kind of reeled it back in. We did. Honestly, we did. We we got a little self-referential and a little uh self-indulgent there for a second, but I think we've I think we've reeled it back in. I think that's a, a little inside thing. baseball. Uh, one might um, say a little inside baseball. Yeah, so the Phillies are playing the Nationals, and they're going to be in uh, New York playing the Mets, and then uh, one random off game against the Reds in Cincinnati. Uh, after the Phillies, the Nationals are in Miami at Lone Depot Park playing the Marlins, uh, and then the Marlins are playing the Blue Jays prior to that. Uh, Mets are currently playing the Braves, as we know. Then they're playing the Phillies. 
uh, and then after the Braves, the Mets are, or the, excuse me, after the Mets, the Braves are also going to Cincinnati to play the Big Red Machine. Brandon, thank you for giving us that rundown. It is a little complicated when there's this many interdivision series going on where you're like, this person's playing that person, and also that person's playing this person. So good job by you, my friend. You did a wonderful work there. Um, what's the series that you're looking forward to the most out of this? Um, I'm looking forward to the Marlins-Blue Jays, actually, because wow. I'm excited to see that that explosive Blue Jays offense. I don't know if you saw them come back by, like, five runs against the Orioles in, in the ninth. No, I missed uh, that. Yeah, so I'm excited to see them, and I actually might go down, because uh, I have a friend who's a Blue Jays fan, I might actually go down uh, to Anaheim and catch the Blue Jays-Angels game Ooh. next month, and also this weekend, I am going to a Cubs-Dodgers game, I know I texted yeah, you Yeah, it'll be but, awesome, uh, that's a, yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the series I'm looking forward to the most is the Phillies Nationals. I want to see which one of these teams kind of makes progress into pushing mm-hmm. towards the top of the division and which they, they start to separate each other. I think this series will be good. I mean, if the Phillies beat the Nationals and then beat the Mets, then like they're right back in it. And the Nationals, I guess, are back out. And the Mets, oh God, don't even get me started on these Mets, Brandon. Losing to the I I was just I was very positive on the Marlins. <laughs> I'm very respectful of your time and your passions. Um no, please. Uh please don't be respectful of the Marlins or my passions. I don't think either of those have <laughs> a lot of respect. Brandon, before we get out of here, we have a little bit of a tradition. If you don't know already, you can review podcasts on Apple Podcasts and they help with an algorithm or some shit. I don't know. Um, but if you leave five star reviews, we'll, <laughs> we'll read it on the podcast. Brandon, we're not a computer or this isn't a comp side podcast. We don't know what we're talking about on that front. But if you read, if you, if you leave a five star review, we'll read one on the pod. And Brandon, we got a new five star review this week. Are you ready for it to go? I would love to hear it. All right. Our new dear friend going by the name of Holsar, H U L. Uh, Holaser, H U L A S R. How do you pronounce it? H U L A S R. Hollister. Hollister. Right? <laughs> Goes by Hollister. Uh, uh, this says these guys make the mediocreest division in baseball sound fun. Love the passion they have for their teams. Sam needs a Marlins guy voice since Brandon does Mets guy. What do you think of that, Brandon? I agree. What would that voice sound? Like? I know. I just realized I pimped myself. You can, you can out. ruminate on it, and, and we'll get back to it next week. Okay. Why don't but, we do that? Uh, yes, we'll debut okay. Hollister. Hollister, tune in next week, and I'll give you the Marlins. And uh, you cannot do a Scarface voice, Mister. I can't do a Scarface voice. I can't say say hello to my little friends on the podcast and call it. Say again. hello to my Lewis Brinson. Wow, that's pretty good. All right, you might be onto something there. That wasn't so bad, okay. Uh, okay. Brandon. But before we go, I feel like this is a short podcast. I feel like we. Uh, we kind of got off the rails and ended Really? Because it feels like we've been doing this for a month. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we have been doing it for close to two hours. Yeah, it'll be right around an hour, I think. Um, Brandon, before we go, we have to plug our stuff. Oh, also bad news. And the same email that told me that we got a podcast review also told me that we are now officially un- uncharted in the United States of America baseball Apple podcast. So what? We dropped out of the 112. We were in the 112, Brandon. We dropped out. Dude, we're like Southern Illinois State or something <laughs> in football. What the hell is going on? This is insane. We're unranked. There's over 150 podcasts more popular, I guess, about baseball than us. I find that hard to believe. Not many of them have loyal listeners like Billy the Marxist and Spazzy, though, Brandon. You know what I'm saying? And Hollister. And Hollister, Brandon. It's pronounced mm-hmm. Hollister. Hollister. Uh, before we go, Brandon, plug your, plug your little Twitter account for us so we can give you a little follow. Hey, follow me at Brando Grosso and follow Sam at Slim Pro TV. Now we're talking. Look at that. Double double, uh, double plug there. Follow me at Slim Pro TV. Pro TV. And follow Brandon at Brando Grosso. Um, make sure you also follow the pod at NL Feast. That's N L F E A S T. 
And write us an email, Brandon. I didn't actually, I guess I didn't check to see if we got any emails this week because I was just assuming that we didn't. But hold on, maybe we got a nice email. And dun, 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 your primary tab is empty. Still no emails on this run. <laughs> um, but if you want to email us, feel free to shoot us an email at nlfeastpod at gmail.com. Just like with the Apple reviews, we'll read it on here. Um, and we'll give you a little answer to whatever question you have or comments you have. We'll, uh, we'll play along. So, Brandon, before we get out of here, you got anything else that you want to say to the people? Just got to send some emails for work now, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.